0: Greetings and salutations, everyone. This is uh, your this is a podcast for me. <laughs> I'm your host, Kevin. I am recording this on 3-15-2018, March 15th, for people who don't understand that kind of talk. Uh, it's raining today. It's crazy. It's raining hard, too. Got lots of grass growing here in Valley Center. I am recording this podcast on a Thursday morning. I'm just drinking some water. Life is good. Oh, let's see. What's, what's, what's new with me? Not much. This week's pretty hard because of the whole uh, time change. Um, I don't know why this one messed me up. I don't know why. Like, I woke up on Monday and I'm like, oh, I can't believe it's 6.30. Uh, cause it felt like 5.30. Ever since then, it's been hard to get up and do things. It's been pretty busy this week. Lots of work. A lot of people coming in. I don't know why. supposed to die down after a while. But, oh well. Um, Let's see here. My kid can read at a third grade level. That's cool. He's in second grade. Uh, I remember a time when he was like, Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do it. And then now he's like, boom. Killing it. Hmm, that's about it. Without further ado, let's get into some news. Well, let me back it up a little. Hey, if you're listening to this on iTunes or any kind of forum, please leave a review. Podcast for me, go review, give me five stars or something. Or you can reach me on the Facebook or Twitter with the same name. You can just Google me, I'm there. Podcast for me, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, here we go. Let's get into some news. Um, Toys R Us is closing a bunch of uh, offices in America. That's a thing. That means they're going to lose like thirty thousand jobs. Doesn't really sound like that much, really, in the grand scheme of things. You got three hundred fifty million people or whatever in America, and you're only losing thirty thousand jobs. I mean, it was about it was a matter of time for Toys R Us to close down, with such sites as Amazon and. Uh, pretty much Amazon really and pretty much any um, like real store like uh, you got your Walmart and you got your Toys R Us not Toys R Us, you got your Walmart and you got your Best Buys and everything like that they can have smaller stores and you just order online which I think that is a cool thing because I like to look at something before I buy it. So they should have stores so you can look at it. But most of my buying is online. Better deals. They deliver to your door so you have to carry it. I mean, you get better better deals too. Love going to Best Buy. Looking at stuff. At least they could keep those kinds of stores. Toys R Us though, not so much. When you have a uh, company that sells things to kids... Uh, What's their demographic really? I mean, most of their sales are like, like little things. And if you wanted to buy like a Blu-ray or a, a DVD or not a DVD, what am I saying? A PlayStation game or anything electronic, you'd go to Best Buy or Walmart or some other outlet. You wouldn't go to Toys R Us. So you're not. So Toys R Us sells their things at like a higher price than normal. So no one's really going there. Other things to be shop at Toys R Us is like little toys here and there. Uh, newsflash: Kids don't care, really. They, if you're gonna buy them something electronical, you're gonna go online. That's just gonna happen. But if you're gonna buy a fucking toy like Legos or whatever, you can go online, and it doesn't. And the quality doesn't have to be that great. So where's Toys R Us to go? And that's gonna happen. You know, like with the the loss of Blockbuster Video. Like you, you don't need video to rent anymore. You can just stream shit or rent online. You know, why even go to the store? I do like Blockbuster, though. I like going and talking and seeing the movies and displays and talking to people. But that's just me being old-fashioned. So Toys R Us is another thing to go. I was going to make this into a rant on how corporations need infinite growth. It does make a kind of sense, though. That uh, It's like there's no more blacksmiths. <laughs> well, I'm, and you get your, like select view but towards us, yeah as a corporation that uh, it's business models to always make more money than last year it's only gonna see failing profits but if it was said like a store that's making money like just one store right and the owner he's making money I mean that's that's it you know he's paying his employees and or her employees and um. If he doesn't make more money than the next year, it doesn't really matter as long as he makes a sufficient amount of money. You know, say he makes let's make easy numbers. He makes a hundred dollars that year, and that's more than he needs. The next year he makes fifty bucks, still good. And then the next year he makes seventy-five, but he's always up. Like say it, his profit's a dollar. That's still profit. You know, at the end of it. You know, and then it, it will never go down. I mean, as long as you know people go into toy stores in his a- neighborhood. I mean, that's how people are. They'll go out as long as, if you put like a like a like a Toys R Us, like a toy store, like a small one in an area where there's dining. Ugh. Movies, like stuff, stuff to do in that area. People are gonna pop in there just on a whim, need to buy something. And as long as your store's not too big, you're always gonna have growth. You know, not constant profit like over the you know one year after another. You just have ups and you know peaks and flows, just like a like a sandwich place or a subway. You know, people gotta eat. People people can go into a toy store and buy something. You know, on a whim. But when you have a corporation, that's not, that's just not gonna work, you know. You have Toys R Us in random spots. and Some manager decides, oh yeah, let's put a Toys R Us in some random spot. No one's gonna ever go, you know. And make a huge store. Nobody wants to do that anymore. Just wanna pop in, look around, maybe buy something, maybe not. Yeah. You know, so that so that time is over. I don't know what the next business is gonna go down. Let me think. Best Buy is pretty progressive, Walmart's pretty progressive, Target's pretty progressive. Um, arts and crafts is kind of niche and they're always going to be around. <sighs> maybe movie theaters, maybe that maybe like th- theaters as a corporation are going to go down. Maybe like there'll be one movie theater here and there. Maybe th- that'd be the next thing cuz they charge a lot of money to watch a movie that's not that good. Especially with um, movies nowadays. It seems to be the only good movies are like independent movies nowadays. Or a movie that's just me. But it seems to be they keep releasing movies based on whatever Hollywood thinks uh, they should make. Like it it seems like it's more of an issue of uh, kind of a message as opposed to just having a good movie. Like you have a movie like Braveheart. There's no fucking message there. It's just a good movie. Maybe be free. You got a movie like Gladiator, story of revenge. It's a movie. It's the it's theater. It's 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 art. But now you're making movies like they have to have a message, you know, women's rights or uh, social justice, any kind of thing like that. I don't know if that's a cause and effect kind of thing, like Hollywood shifting in in um, in personality. Even Hollywood seems like a kind of a ethereal being, like a corporation. You know, it doesn't seem like you could touch it. <laughs> it just exists and it moves a certain kind of way but we'll get into that later maybe. Uh, in other news you got this uh, NASA astronaut so they got these two guys right, astronauts one stayed on Earth and the other went in space I guess like to have a good true uh, experiment they must have been in a same kind of a space like I would assume and it turns out the guy in space his DNA changed by seven percent, they say, and it lists a bunch of things uh, that really. I was like, whatever. But one thing I saw was inflammation, and then it and then it, it occurred to me, inflammation. Now, was the inflammation uh, when they when they when they checked that out? Did they check that out in space, or did they check that out when he hit when he was in Earth? Because I don't know. Maybe the news article misconstrued some of the data. Like maybe maybe the author of the uh, article read a science paper and was like, "Oh, okay, inflammation." Because I mean, here you are in space for 500 days, no gravity, Um, so everything you do is effortlessly. Then you come to Earth, gravity does its thing, and everything you do is effort. You know, you would be inflamed. (laughs) So, does space cause inflammation, or does Earth? Well, it makes sense to say earth does so when the guy was in space i wonder if they did test to see if um he was you know not inflamed as much in fact i bet money he wasn't as oh I, I, they say that inflammation gets us all in the end causing things like cancer and all sorts of other things other proteins get created i don't know and um they they say that your life can increase and reduce cancer if you have less inflammation. That's, that was part of the article with the uh, taking ibuprofen may make you live longer and stuff like that. And um, it could be said that, you know, less inflammation, you live longer. There's a lot of studies saying that. So maybe we would live longer in space. But there would be other, you know, things that would get us like radiation. There's probably more radiation space. I wonder though, would our brains grow bigger? Cause no space, you know. If you just grew in space, you would be smarter, right? Cause your brain would just have free reign to grow. No, no gravity pulling at you constantly, and your body's free to grow. It'd suck for you to come to Earth. <laughs> I think I was that the Expanse. Yeah, I think they had a show about that, and. That, Expanse. They, they they had like a space person. They were really elongated. That's that's a crazy thought. Another news, we got uh, Tomb Raider, got a new Tomb Raider game coming out called Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and which is weird because I heard about it now. It's March, and it's coming out in September. So. I mean, usually, like, a big game, like AAA, you got a whole year. So, like, you got your Call of Duty. As soon as that shit's done, they're making another one. And they release it within a year. They they just came out with this game. Like, they literally just, like, announced it, and it's going to come out in September, they say. Now, I'm hoping it gets delayed, because it it'll take longer to come out. Because, I mean, you need... A long to to have a good game or a chance to have a good game, you gotta have some good development. Take about a year or so, maybe two. But uh, like, look at okay. For instance, Destiny Two, they had three years to make that fucking game, and it is not as good as the first one. And the first one had a lot of flaws. So here you got that's a triple A game right there. Now you got uh, other games like Metal Gear Solid uh, Five. That took like um, a billion years. It feels like not six months. And now you got this Tomb Raider game. The other Tomb Raider game took a couple years to make. The other ones. And here you got this game. They're coming out within six months. There's that possibility that they're just rushing this game. I read more into it. it says something like the effect of the some other team is making the game. I'm like, oh shit. But, I mean, if they just keep the same game engine and just change the little elements here and there around, pretty much rehash it and release the same game with a different story, I think it could still work, you know. I mean, they came out with Civilization V and Civilization VI, and they're really the same game, just look different. So, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility that this is, this game could still be a winner, you know. like to, Like, for instance, Call of Duty, like I said before. They say they take a year, but really it looks like the same fucking game, you know. It, it really does. They just keep coming out with them, you know. And Assassin's Creed, when they did that, they just kept doing the same thing, re-releasing the same game over and over and over. And they still made a profit, I guess. So, and there's still a chance, but as far as uh, the outlook, it doesn't look good. But. And it should come out in September, though, too, as well. Because, like, I mean, November's when your big games start coming out. Uh, like, the the, the the top of the top games. And in a world of, like, people not making as much money nowadays, it seems to be, you got these games or are 70 bucks a pop, and it gets to a point where you're pick, you got to make some choices here. You got to buy this game or that game, you know? And then time, time is very valuable. Most gamers, like me, uh, have to work. They got a kid, you know. They got their family. They Ain't got time, so they got to really prioritize what they want to play and what they want to buy. So uh, coming out in September is a real good deal. I mean, it, it, it like undercuts all those other games that come out in November. The big heavy hitters like God of War and another Call of Duty, <laughs> or. Or something, you know. You know what's a new thing is DLCs, you know, downloaded content. These things come out, and it's kind of like it's not even a game, really. It's just an added part of a game, and it's like twenty bucks. So a uh, big company will make a game, and then uh, the next year, or six months later, make a lesser version of that game, and then keep doing that. Back in the day you'd have a game and that would be it. The only time you'd play another part of that game would be a sequel. Or and then it started to change with um they would release the same game with different story content and it wouldn't be a sequel. Like for instance Assassin's Creed uh 2. Assassin's Creed 2 had this uh, guy called Ezio, whatever the fuck. And they re- they released three of those games, you know, year after year. And it was really the same game, but year after year. And um, that would have been considered the downloaded content back, in, like nowadays. I mean, they were pretty big, though. They are pretty lengthy. But it really was the same game. They just added a couple things here and there and shat out another game. And they just called it Assassin's Creed 2 this, Assassin's Creed 2 that. And then Final Fantasy tried to do the same thing. They had Final Fantasy uh... <sighs> What was it called? Uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen. Yeah, that's it. Final Fantasy Thirteen, and then Final Fantasy 13 2 and then Final Fantasy 13 3 Did that, and they also did that with uh, Final Fantasy uh, Ten. They did they did did that again twice. But that was a pretty good game, though. <laughs> they didn't. They were. That was the semblance of DLC. You know, that's the the, the birth of it. I think is when they started doing that. But, you know, in that, they would take an original concept and kind of tweak it a little, and it would be fucking cool. I think I would have preferred that time to stay. Like, the the game and then the game 2.5, you know, whatever. Like, Assassin's Creed 2.5, you know, something like that. It's like little tweaks here and there, and that was good. Now you got the fucking same game. With this download content, all it is is like an extra character here, or, or... an extra 10 hours here or something like that, you know, and it's like 25 bucks or whatever. Me, I wait for the uh, the complete package, like Ultimate Edition, where they sell all three of the downloaded content in one for real cheap. They also have these things called season passes where you pay like 50 fucking bucks up front and they'll, it's a deal because you, they release three downloaded contents, which are 25 bucks a pop or 20 bucks, and that's 60 bucks altogether or 70. You're paying fifty for something that's seventy bucks. Me, I got time. I'm gonna wait until this shit. Uh, re- they release an ultimate edition or something like that. Like for instance, uh, when Final Fantasy fifteen came out, which took forever for it to come out. By the way, like ten years, I think. Um, they got three download, con- well, actually four, um, and then a package or some shit like that. But it's like three different stories, you know. And uh, it's not worth 25 bucks each. It's not even worth the season fucking pass for those three. But it was a way to shit out content so they could keep making money. I fucking hate it. You know, this ability to have download content is a money-grabbing strategy. And I hope people take the... Um, the, w- do what I do basically where they wait for a deal to come out just don't buy it I strongly recommend it. if download content comes out don't buy it I mean, unless you really need it or wait for a deal I know for instance like I got that Dragon Ball game I really like it they're coming out with download content that might be the first download content I buy straight out only because like I like, I like the game a lot <laughs> it's one of the rare games that came out where I played it a little bit more than normal hmm All right, let's get into some news. More news here. Penn Law professor, or Pennsylvania University, uh, law professor was demoted for uh, saying some kind of, I guess, a racist remark. So, what happened was, that's what the headline said. Not racist, but what did it say? Do do something. I fucking forgot. (laughs) The headline got me in, though. So, she's interviewing, she's being interviewed by some guy. I guess on a radio show or a YouTube thing, and that's cool. It's always good to talk to professors. And she lets out a statistic. That she's not supposed to. This is really the the crux of why she got uh, demoted. She let out that of her students, like ninety or hundred of them, within a year, only like two or three black people were able to uh, to to get you know at that level, like graduate. Uh, and then she was saying that like. They, they have these statistics there at their schools, and um, that they're, it's like a guarded secret, you know. And um, I guess by her saying something that, it, by all intents and purposes, could be true. And there's no way to really corroborate that. I mean, I, I guess you could if, um, I don't know, you compel the college to re- release these statistics uh, or something like that. But um, the the Penn State uh, dean of the university said, uh, black people do graduate from this school, so they they go on to have good careers and da 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 da. But what she wasn't saying that black people can't graduate or anything like that. She was just giving a real fact from her point of view. See, if you're a teacher and you're grading papers and there's been your, uh, there are people doing tests, you know, you got your midterms and things like that. And then, um, then you graduate you know she can see who will graduate and who who won't I mean like unless like this lady is like a fucking racist which we would have already known I mean in a world where Kim Kardashian like s- trips and you know about it within 20 minutes you know because of the Twitter or Instagram and it will be on the fucking news Trump said he sneezes wrong that motherfucker that shit's on the news in this kind of world if, if a professor is racist and she did this, then there'd be more news about it. Oh, let's let's talk about how racist she is and stuff like that. But um, no, there's nothing. It's just an it's just a, a article in which she said uh, something in an interview, and they fucking fired her for it or demoted her for because you know the, you can't say truthful things, you know, or in a, you can't have an opinion. Or something like that. I mean, let's, let's not say that it's the truth. In a grand scheme of things, this is what th- should happen. They should have a counter-argument or something like that. Or argue with her. You know? Have a conversation about it. Talk about it. You don't know, fucking shut people up or demote people. That's ridiculous. She said something that she has a better metric than most people. I don't go to that school. I am not a teacher. She is. And she has... The 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 metric the ratio. She was like, okay, I got 100 students and only like two of them are black, and they got a no, not two of them are black, but two of them that are black were able to get to hear, while all the other black students weren't. You know, she she has that ability because she has that opinion, and she can do that. You know, and we do this thing in society now where we're like, I don't want to hear it, so I'm going to shut you up. And that's the thing. Like she said that shit and they just shut her up, demoted her shit, showing that, you know, it's not good to have free thought, you know, forget that. And from the college's point of view, they're all about money, really. They're not about teaching. If they were, they would have taught something, but they taught something else. They did teach something. My bad. What was I thinking? They taught a lesson. Don't you fucking dare go against the status quo. How fucking fucking dare you to do that even though we might agree because that's what that is it seems like they agree with it you know they just demoted her i mean if they really truly thought that she was totally wrong and was going to receive some kind of a backlash they would have fucking fired her but they didn't fire her because they probably know deep down it's probably true to some extent you know, because she didn't outwardly say black people can't make it. She didn't fucking say that. She just said, you know, some people failed, and you know, it's not it's not a thing about black people or white people or anything like that. It's just that some people were given more advantages than other, and what. It does make a kind of sense that the community, especially the black community, who's been pushed down for as many years, they're just now in the last like hundred years, started being elevated. You know, you got to understand that America was founded many, many hundreds of years ago, and black people have always been, you know, kept down. You know, and only through uh, heroes who went against the status quo and questioned authority. The civil rights people elevated themselves to, a, to an equal standing. You know, still, I mean, we still got a ways to go, of course. But, I mean, the reality is, you know, they're working at a deficit, you know. So that number may be two, but 100 years from now, it might be 100. Who's to say? You could have debated her. You could have said that. You could have said something to that effect. Like women, for instance. They, women didn't all of a sudden just become equal. It took thousands of years if you think about it. I mean, like really, you know, like when, when was women's suffrage? Like uh, the ability to vote. That was in the 50s, the 60s. I can't remember. I mean, the, the ability to vote on something as simple as who the president should be and things like that, laws, they matter too. And they're at a deficit. And now their numbers are coming up. It's ridiculous to think that all of a sudden, you know, um, progress is going to be made within a day. No, it takes hundreds of years for things to happen, you know, it just does. And now we're in a time where things are happening. But we're repeating the same mistakes that we, we did hundreds of years ago. We're, we're silencing voices. We're getting free speech fuck you you're done and people like to say oh you have free speech but there's consequences well that's not free speech motherfucker if you have free speech you have free fucking speech you can talk it's not t- it's not free speech if you fucking get ridiculed or censored or, or or like some penalty like you get fired or demoted that's not fucking free speech that's that's you're penalizing someone for talking their mind free thought and that's what makes america better than other countries is that ability to have freedom you know, free speech. But we're fucking starting to kill ourselves in this respect. We're, we're, we're doing what, the opposite of what made us so awesome, you know. We, you couldn't have someone like Bill Gates in some Afghanistan country, you know. You couldn't have that. But here we are with freedom and you have a Bill Gates who has accumulated more wealth than most, was it, 99% of the people of the world, you know. And freedom gave him that rise, you know you wouldn't have people who can sit on the bus and any either the front or the back of the bus without people like Martin Luther King able to talk. They killed his ass though. So I don't know. You know, there was consequences for that. And um, what do we do? What do we do now for a freedom speech? We just uh, fire people, demote them, shut them up, censor them as opposed to debate them or have a conversation with them. Debate sounds a little bit triggery or, Uh, aggressive but i mean we are doing the same thing that we've done in the past rather than looking at the history of of people talking if 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 someone's coming out with something stupid i mean they're going to defeat themselves this lady uh she just said some shit and if you disagreed with it maybe you should talk but try to get her fucking fired or demoted. That's fucking bullshit. If it if you feel strongly about your ideas, then you should be able to argue or have a conversation about what you said, you know, or what they said. You'd be able to, you know, work through it and get to an answer or resolve, you know. But now we're, we're just afraid of free speech. I, I want to fucking hear it. Ah, I got to go to my trigger space, you know. I mean, fuck you. You shouldn't be able to talk, you know. I don't want to hear your thoughts. It hurts me, you know, that kind of shit, you know. I mean, like, we are like, Children who've grown up, you know, like you tell your kid to eat the veggies, they don't want to fucking hear it. You know, if you let your kid get out of out out of control with that shit, that kid's going to grow up weak. I hate to tell you that, but that's that's true. You tell your kid to eat the veggies, they fucking feel shitty about it and you get them to do that. In turn, they grow. Although the conversation sucked back then, they grow and eat veggies and eat healthy and learn that they're a better person for it. I mean, like, yeah, you know, let's not bitch them out for something like they have a political view. That's stupid. But something like, hey, it's good to work out. Hey, it's good to read. Learning to read. If your kid's bitching about reading and you're like, nah, he should have his own space or she should have her own space. We shouldn't argue this shit. No, you, you're, you're hurting your kid by not forcing them to read. Not forcing. You know what I fucking mean. Uh, like, like having the uncomfortable conversation that you need to do. To to have the kid reading or whatever, you know, I'm not saying beating your kid either. I'm just saying, you know, you have to say the things that the kid don't want to hear so the kid can learn to read because reading is power. But then again, I don't know the way we're going nowadays. It seems to be we're trampling on the, our own very rights, you know, like, you know, like freedom of speech. Fuck that. You know, we don't have that anymore. I mean, you say something and it doesn't – and the status quo does not agree, you're fucking done, son. (laughs) And I have to say, like, there's there's proof in the pudding. I mean, this lady should have been fired if if you really felt like she was a fucking racist, right? But now they demoted her, and the only reason they did that is because they didn't want a lawsuit, litigation, because she could fucking prove it, that what she said wasn't racist. What she said is something from her own point of view. That's like saying – I don't know. Um, oh, what's a good analogy for that? Because she she has the ability to have students and then see who fails and have a statement saying, "Well, Bob failed," you know. Now, oh, you're you're racist against Bob. Well, what the fuck ever, you know. What would be a good analogy where you have the understanding that only you would understand? Uh, I don't know. But if you disagree with me uh, you can email me at the podcast for me at gmail.com hit me up on the iTunes or SoundCloud wherever you get podcasts. I noticed that if I Google podcast for me, it's a bunch of other things. I don't mind it by the way. I think the freedom of thought and doing this for free is awesome you know just like let it get out there forever and ever. and I love this forum that of the podcast you know it really gets your thoughts out. Most times I'm quiet because, well, I'm not quiet. I talk stuff, but I know what to say and when to say it because, like, sometimes opinions don't work. Like, if everyone agrees that the color yellow is the best and you were to say the color yellow isn't the best, you'll be ridiculed. You know, even if it's just something as simple as color, you know, and what's the point? You know, you want to, what What do you get out of arguing that the color yellow is bad? Even if you're right, even if you're fucking 100% right, what does it matter if everyone agrees? Because no one really wants to know the truth half the time. They don't want to live the lie that they're living, you know? I mean, sometimes some people, I think the higher minds, they, they, a little bit of truth gets in there. And maybe when they have that, I guess, come to Jesus moment, when they start realizing, you know, hmm, maybe that is truthful. Hmm, maybe I should, maybe this, maybe this girl's right, or maybe this guy's right, or maybe this transgender's right, or something like that. Maybe that'll happen. But most people, and as you talk to people, I talk to a lot of people because I'm patient. they only want to know what they want to know. You know, if it doesn't fit a dynamic in which, like something simple, then, then they don't want to hear it. They they just don't. You know, like you got the the guy with the diabetes, and he you don't want to know that. You know, he can't eat a tortilla. You gonna eat that tortilla, even if it loses him feet, you know, or toes and shit. They only want to know what they want to know. You know, and that, and that's life. But it sucks that they just did what they did to her. I, I don't. I don't know her beliefs. I don't think she's a racist. I just saw the comment, and I know she has a better opinion than say me because I'm not part of that dynamic. I'm not a teacher at all. And they they silenced her. And then it's funny. the Dean goes, "Oh yeah, black people fucking graduate all the time." That's what the fuck she said, dummy. And you see the politics there. See the colleges. They need that money. If they if it gets word if word gets out that. Uh, black people don't graduate as much as white people, or whatever, at that college. You know, it may lessen their profit. You know, I'm be like, wow, I don't want to go to Penn State or Pennsylvania Law or whatever the fuck. I don't want to go there because I'll fail. So, boom, and they're like, fuck shit, what the fuck are we gonna do? <laughs> what you know would be real good if they if they truly like, wanted to fire her or demoted her or be truthful in their stance, they release the statistics, just the statistics of it all, and say, see, they graduate as much as them, you know, as much as white people. Then that would have proved her wrong. Then that would have been like, hey, look, see? But they would never do that. Why is that? Because that would prove a point you know and they and, and once again people live in lies they don't want to prove a point <laughs> it's all about the bottom line fucking colleges man money hungry sons of bitches dude that pisses me off that shit right there just demoted her i mean like fucking for real dude if like if she was lying then fucking debate her <laughs> or something fucking string her up you know like if that was the case but you just demoted her and you didn't throw any stats I mean, she's she threw a stat. You counter with stats. <sighs> Seems to be anytime someone has a, an opinion that against the status quo nowadays, freedom of speech, as always have we've done through the centuries, we just bury our heads in the sand. Don't bury your heads in the sand, people. Speak out against that nonsense. Let people talk. That's what I would like to say. That's what I would like people to do. But in reality, most people would just want to agree. On whatever the fuck is famous, whatever the popular opinion is. That's what I do. Fucking arguing gets you nowhere. Being truthful to yourself in a work environment, especially in a corporation, doesn't work too well. You know, back in the day, you had to pretend, if you were gay, you had to pretend to be straight. Nowadays, if you have a difference of opinion that's different from everybody else, you have to pretend to go with it. Because if you disagree in the slightest, it's just as if you were being gay back then. They would just fire you or something like that. Back then, they could discriminate against that kind of shit. Here, they could discriminate you for ideas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just quantify it in some weird fucking thing like, oh, well, he didn't really work well with others or some shit like that. Some bullshit thing as opposed to just understanding somebody you know we are not here for different ideas we're here for the same ideas you know like that and that's what I am I understand it I got it you know I got the I am part of the game you know I'm like yeah 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 I agree with everything you're saying hmm I'm all about it here's the butt here's me kissing mm-hmm. I'm really good at it really good but in my heart I know I know what's up. I listen to others. You say that guy's a racist. I'm gonna listen to this guy. Oh shit, he was. Holy fuck. <laughs> but um, man, you gotta get, you gotta give people room to talk, you know. And if they're fucking idiots, give them rope, and give them as long rope to hang themselves, you know. That's a, that's a feature of speech, not an actual thing. But if you're an idiot, you let an idiot go, and they keep talking. Eventually, they'll reach a point where they're just hanging themselves, you know. But if they have actual there's merit to to what they're saying, if there's a piece of corn in that shit, you know it, it's worth listening to, you know. Yeah, I'm noticing that my riff section and my news section is kind of intertwining. But fuck it, it's a podcast for me, motherfucker wonder why i curse so much i saw that uh this one article that said that uh intelligent people uh, curse a lot so if that was the case i must be a motherfucking genius which is not true at all i'm pretty dumb i remember uh, i listened to this one podcast uh there was a joe rogan i always talk about that guy joe rogan and brian callan i was listening to brian callan talk this guy's a comedian and uh, when I hear him talk, I think to myself, oh, that guy is so smart. Like, sometimes he does say some stupid things. And I like how he casually agrees. Like, he has a weird uh, charisma about him. And I, I've noticed it. Um, he'll be talking about a story. And it'll be true. Not true in the sense of, like, it is true. But true in the sense that like, he read it somewhere. He's regurgitating it. Yeah, I read that the Sunnis and da-da-da in Afghanistan. Da-da-da-da. He'll be saying that and then like somebody will say a joke, you know, add levity to the heavy shit that he's saying. He'll he'll stop what he's talking about, acknowledge the joke in some way and say he goes, "Yeah, you know, big dick or whatever the fuck." And then he'll go then he'll go back into what he was saying. And that's that's clever because in the way of, I don't even think I do that. I mean, when I'm talking, like you're you're telling a story and if someone interrupts you, it kind of interrupts the flow of the story. The only way, the only way to recapture the that uh, that rhythm of the story is to acknowledge what the fuck just happened and kind of reset and keep going with the story. I've noticed that. I've tried to, tried that a couple of times. It does work. But I see that he does that quite a bit. And he's real smart, that guy. And I have to say, like the shit. He- He comes up with, like, the things that he says. Like, um... I don't know, man. I I don't even sound like a tenth of near that. And he's not really the brightest of bright, I don't think. You know, like, I mean... He's not like a Neil deGrasse Tyson or fucking Stephen Hawking, you know? Like, I mean... But he's pretty smart, and I'm nowhere near that. All I can do is riff about shit he said, you know? I one day want to be as smart as that, you know? Like... Able to have charisma and things like that. That'd be cool. I want to strive to be better in that way. And I I think those are good attributes that everyone should strive for, maybe, right? Uh, The spirit of conversation. I always thought that this podcast needed uh, like another host or an interview because it's easier to talk to another person because you could bounce off ideas. And I think that would strengthens the podcast even more but it's good to get some riffs out. I have these thoughts in my head all the time and of course, like I said before, I don't really talk them out loud because like holy shit, you know, they can be misconstrued. You could take a segment uh, out of what I say and turn it into something it's not, you know. There is a rhythm to what you're saying, uh, a beginning, middle, and end. And if you just take one middle part, you lose the the um the message, you know. Like, I'm talking about the lady not being racist. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, she could be racist. But because you didn't have the part where I said, I don't know if she's racist, you just have, she's not racist. It, it just changes the whole scope of what I was talking about. I'm starting to get hungry. Got that pizza. Gonna eat that sooner or later. Uh, let's get into some Stephen Hawking. Uh, he died recently, about two days ago. It's very sad. And um, I wanted—I knew—I knew Stephen Hawking as a um, super hyper intelligent dude, right? He had this uh, ALS disease where you know your body cramps and it's, it, you basically become paralyzed. And he's this like—I uh, think—astrophysicist, just like Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? Or some super hyper genius, right? And I was looking for things in which um, what is his accolades, right? And um, I couldn't really quantify his, uh, his existence. I just knew that he's a super genius, uh, had ALS, and he's in a wheelchair, and he talks with this little thing. And he knows things about quantum physics and black holes. That's his thing. I guess that's his, his calling, black holes. You know. I thought he invented the string theory, but I guess not. But um, I guess in quantum physics, you know, they try to figure out what a black hole is and everything through theoreticals and things like that, and they got equations to fit other equations. And um, the gist of everything that I got from this guy was that he's big on black holes. They even created this thing called Hawking radiation, this theory that there's a there's a radiation that comes out of a black hole, and um, which is crazy because if you understand like a black hole as as I remember. Learning is uh, a <clears throat> like a like a like a sun that kind of collapses in on itself, creating a single point in which like gra- like the gravity is so intense that everything gets sucked into it. Even light can't escape it. That kind of thing. And so the concept is nothing can escape it. But how can it emit something if everything's going inward? You know that kind of thing. So he came up with this stuff called Hawking radiation, like stuff coming out. And um, uh, other than that, uh, he also came in, like, he, I guess he should win. He also um, got in a debate with a couple of, I guess, physicists about um, information. I guess this is a thing, all right? Information uh, on, a, on an object can never be, uh, I guess, destroyed, I guess. And so the thought is if a ball goes into a black hole, The information of that ball cannot be, I guess, destroyed. Like something comes out. The information does come out of the black hole. And his argument was that it wasn't – it's like a – it's a thing in which it's it's not the information. It's the – it's called the information paradox. It's like the information comes out, either some of it lost – or and that that's the paradox right there if information cannot be destroyed how can some of it be destroyed then then that then information doesn't that that that's a paradox unto itself if you can't have information being destroyed how can some of it come out you know the black hole all of it has to come out because then it wouldn't be destroyed and then he uh he said maybe it's like it goes somewhere else So there was like uh, i think a couple of theories on where The information goes. Let's see if I had it. I had it here. Information paradox. Yeah, another thing that Hawking did a lot of is he would talk about aliens. He said aliens would come. If aliens were super smart and they were able to get to Earth, then they would uh, subjugate us. It would be real bad for us because... Like, he, he compares us to, like, he compares it to, like, you know, when the American when well not Americans, when England came to America, they just subjugated the Indians, you know, and, uh, you know, did hellacious shit, and, um, him saying that, though, is, like, you're assuming that they're, like, people, you know, that's what I always thought, as opposed to, um, you know, believing what he said. He said a bunch of shit, too. He goes, if people don't leave Earth in 500 years, we'll all die, or 1,000 years. He, I remember talking about that, man. Like, it seemed like every every fucking month he would come out with something, saying some end-of-the-world thing that doesn't exist now. And I, I remember saying in an earlier podcast, I'm like, you know, those super geniuses can get away with anything. They could say, as long as they say something like, in a 1,000 years this can happen, they could be, for all its head's purposes, right, you know, because no one's going to prove it. Unless you have like a time traveling device or some shit like that. Another thing I read about Stephen Hawking's, and I, I believe it is that a lot of people who argued with him thought that because of the, because um, he, he was he became real popular in the mainstream media, like as in for uh, he was in a Star Trek episode. I remember that, where he was playing poker, with Data, um, and he wins. <laughs> And then there's another one where he's in The Simpsons. I remember him being in The Simpsons. You know, he was popular. And that uh, academia kind of works weirdly. It shouldn't work the way it does. Sometimes, like, people with ideas get laughed out. And that's always been a trope, a thing that happens. Someone will come out with an idea. Everyone's like, that's fucking bullshit. And then history proves them right. And, um,. Also, it would be like a guy will be super smart, and they come out with some shit, and they're good, and then they'll start coming out with shit that's wrong. And no one's going to question it because they were right before, so they're right now, you know? And that's happened, I guess, with Tesla and was it Edison? They had like a little battle. You know, Edison came up with some good shit, but then like when Tesla came out with some other shit that was different, he was like, "Fuck that! This is crazy. This is this is why he's wrong because of this, this, and this." And everyone believed Edison because you know he he came up with some good shit. And Hawking is the same thing, man. He came out with some good shit with uh you know he, he came up with theories that fit other um, equations and things like that, hoping to shape reality you know as it is. And um, so, yeah, there's a bit of a gravitas to him. So when he said some shit, like no matter if it was true or not, it had a gravity to it, you know. And then how people work, you know, is they believe it's like the ego or the representation of the person is more powerful than the actual person. That's always been throughout time. I mean, you got the guy everyone listens to, but the guy could be an idiot. You know, he he was right a couple times, but through charisma and everything else, we're just going to listen to him, you know, kind of like uh, Custer, you know. I mean, he got a bunch of people and convinced them that he can take on 10,000 Indians or some shit like that, and then he died, you know. Uh, history proved him wrong, and uh, you can always see it in a work environment, too. You, you'll you have that one person who's popular or whatever, and they could say things and be wrong, and you can you you yourself, if you're an introvert or something like that, can see that that person's wrong. But if you were to question that person or whatever, everybody else who's just more like sheep will fucking shit on you. you know I've seen it when I was an electrician, we had a like a girl I think I've talked about this in the past, and um she said some things that were so wrong. You know, like when it comes to, you know, wor- work, you know, like how to do certain things. And everyone just agreed with her because, she, was, you know, she was right a couple of times and that was it. And then there was this other guy. He wasn't that popular. And when he, he dared to question her, man, he, he phew, his rep level went down and it got to a point where he just had shit jobs, you know, and he, he was smart. Like if you actually talk to the guy, you, you know. You know, if you talk to a girl, she had average intelligence. But you can tell that, um, you know, because she's been right before, everyone just kind of agrees with her, you know? And, and I've seen that too. There was this other guy I knew. Um, he was convinced that I was, okay, because he was young too. He was like, uh, he like he started, that was his first place he ever worked, I guess. And he, he was convinced that the exhaust was called the hi hat or something like that, the nickname for the exhaust. Of this thing, of this big f- flying boat kind of thing, I'm not gonna get into details, but he called it a hi hat, and and I go, yo, you mean the exhaust port? And he goes, no, it's called the hi hat. I'm like, yeah, I know, because that's where the exhaust comes out. It looks kind of like a like a top hat or a hi hat, if you want, as it were. He didn't understand that. All he knew was that's what it was. But this guy had a high rep level, you know. He was a hard worker, and that's good. That gives you good points right there. Know this: If you want to succeed, and you want to be dumb, uh, work hard. You know, if you work hard, everyone respects that. You know, you got the haters every here, here and there, but most times, if you work really hard, you can say some stupid shit, and people are gonna believe you. And that's the way it is. You know, I think that that happens quite a bit. Uh, but back to Stephen Hawking. I mean, like he's dead. But, I mean, he did accumulate so much popularity that, you know, some of the things that he said, you know, no one would dare question it. I mean, that's a, when you're talking at the highest levels of intellectual thought processes, you know, who the fuck is going to argue that, you know? I'm just an average Joe, if below average, if anything. I always call myself the lower level bottom feeder, you know? But you see this guy, super genius, he says some shit, aliens would destroy us all, you know? he's <laughs> just go with it, you know? the fuck but no one's gonna really question that kind of shit and i was reading uh um, yeah he got many arguments with other geniuses and stuff and one guy called him out on it i guess he even he had a bet about the uh, information being created and destroyed kind of thing and i guess he lost it and he paid the dude with a baseball card or some bullshit <laughs> All right, so here's the postulated solutions of information. Um, information is lost. Information gradually leaks out. The problem with that is uh, it's, you know, it takes away from the whole information can't be destroyed. Information suddenly escapes out during the final stage. That's another thing. They, they figured out that, I think he theorized that a black hole can never disappear that it's always going to be there, I guess. And that, that makes a kind of sense because it's always going smaller, 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 or something like that. And it just keeps on going forever. Um, I think another paradox is um, that that it kind of explains that is um, they got the, imagine clapping your hands, or not clapping your hands, but uh, moving your hands together. And uh, say your left hand stays still and your right hand's coming closer to your left hand, and you just, by half, you know, you just get by half the distance. So you keep having the distance. The thing about numbers and math is that's infinite. So technically, the hand will never, the right hand will never touch the left hand because you keep having the distance, you know, for infinity. And I think that explains the whole black hole never closing thing. I could be wrong. And if I am, go ahead and email me. Or give me a comment in the iTunes or whatever. Or review. Say, this guy doesn't know (laughs) astrophysics. And you'd be fucking right. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Information suddenly escapes. Information stored onto the black hole. You know, I saw something like that. Like it's, it gets, it it gets, the information gets absorbed on top of the black hole, like 2D. I don't know. I don't understand that myself. Information stored in a remnant, so it's in there, instead of, like, going out, it's just in there, I guess, I don't know, information is stored in a baby universe, now that's fucking crazy, right, so, like, there's a universe inside there, you know, and you're like, what the fuck, how's that possible, but I mean, like, what, what is size, you know, like, us to the sun, you know, and the sun to something else, I mean, who's to say a universe has to be... The size of a universe it could be the size of inside of a black hole and everything else is tiny and then it it could go infinity you know so they're saying that the information gets stuck there now i took that as that's like traveling to another universe right there but you'd be killed in the process because you're smashed but isn't you being alive part of the information of who you are those are some hard concepts to understand Uh, Encoded Oh here's another one I thought was crazy I didn't even know this one Information is encoded in the correlations between future and past Now that just blew my fucking mind So it's not that it goes to a place It just goes to a time You know (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? Now, that just sounded like a fucking throw a dart in, <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> it's like, uh, like, what the fuck? Really? So you're telling me that the information, you know, is getting stuck somewhere between the future or the past. It doesn't go to a place. It just goes to another time. Oh, that's crazy. But I guess, I mean, black holes. Time travel. That's time travel. That's what that is. Oh, shit. Huh. What would dictate the future or the past or all times? Who knows? But that's Stephen Hawking in a nutshell. That's the information paradox and where shit goes. I mean, here's to you, dude. You know what? Another thing is, man, when he was diagnosed at 21, he had two years to live. That's how much they gave him. And he lived to 76. So, you know, goes to show, you know, even the smartest doctors don't know what the fuck. You know, that's a reality, though. It's a, it's a weird reality where you're, doctors know what they're doing, but some don't. isn't that a scary thing You know, would they ever admit that they're wrong Uh, probably not that would be bad right if you admit that you're wrong as people exist they're like oh that person was wrong that one time so they're wrong every time same thing when people are right they think oh that person was right this one time you're able to forgive the times that they're wrong well they were right this other time you know so that's a weird thing (laughs) let's see here uh, student walk out turn guns. I really finished all that? All right, here we go. Student walkout. So this is a thing. Fucking in the year 2018, all the kids getting shot up at the schools and shit. So kids are like, fuck this shit. We're fucking standing up for some shit. We, we're tired of getting shot in school. So kid gets fucking crazy, gets a gun, and shoots up a school. That's a thing that's happening now. It's not happening a lot. A lot of people think it's happening a lot, but re- reality, it's not. I mean, it is happening, but not as lot. A lot in the in grand scheme of things, you know, isn't once enough though. Yeah, it is. Well, anyways, these kids are like fucking trying to be activists and shit like that, and they're like w- doing walkouts at their school and fucking marching on the Capitol, that kind of thing. And that's good, but I've seen this kind of shit before. And it will fizzle out unless they have a fucking leader. And what they need is some genius intellect who can debate. That's really what you need. Because what's happening is not a dialogue. You just have actions happening. And that never, ever works. You need a leader. You need a a precise message for shit to get fixed. I mean, the conversation shouldn't be about take away guns or keep guns or more guns. The question should be, what can we do? And Mark Rubio did do something, you know, although it wasn't the best. Um, But we should do something and have a conversation about it, you know. So they need a fucking leader. They need a fucking intelligent child. You know, like high school kid or whatever the fuck. There's got to be one out there. I fucking implore you. If you're about the fucking movement, you got to be a genius. And you got to be able to debate. Jordan Peterson style. Calm, composed. Emotional when you need to be. But able to make a precise argument. And to call out shit. When you need to in the midst of a conversation, most fucking times these fucking people are arguing with these hosts, these Fox News hosts or CNN hosts or whatever the fuck hosts, and they already have prepared for battle. They're ready, but they don't really know the subject matter of what they're doing. They're just – they're just pre, pre, they're, uh, pre-armed. They're ready to go. So if you were to Jordan Pierce in this shit, like tackle the question – bring up what they said in the course of the conversation and illuminate certain aspects of the conversation like some like like for instance here's a good example man dude there's a uh, Jordan I like this Jordan Peterson guy right cuz he is talking people are trying to censor him and that happens you know because they don't want to understand things he's he's trying to he's trying to explain things like life is complicated people are complicated this is happening this is not happening censorship is bad you know that kind of shit you know, identity politics, all that bullshit. So they're fucking. So he's got this thing where he's been identified as alt, alt right or some shit like that, which is far from the truth. If you ever listen to him, I mean, fucking for real. If you just listen to the guy, you know, and you can debate him. So people debate him, right? These hosts, these fucking hosts. And there was a picture of him, uh, with uh, with a flag, you know, and there was they were trying to. It was like a the keck flag, something about a frog or. What the fuck ever. And I guess this represents alt-right. And he explains that, you know, there was 30,000 people that day. And I take pictures with people. And they were trying to turn that into a thing of why it's why he's racist or whatever. And he explains quite clearly, you know, hey, man, I'm taking pictures with people. It's not like I'm like yes or no. But, hey, they want to they wanna have that flag, so be it. They want to take pictures with me, so be it. That's not my message. And um, he addressed what she said. And um, it's like he depowered what she was trying to do. She was trying to get him, like, like caught up or some shit like that. Th- those tricks don't work on that guy. They just don't. She also got a Twitter thing about um, he was calling out the alt-right. But in a way where it said, like, hey, I implore you to do this or something like that. And she was trying to use that as a thing in which – you can YouTube this argument – but usually they'll say Jordan Peterson destroyed. Ignore those fucking headlines. He's not destroying anybody. There's no destroying at all. It's him talking, and then they're talking, and you can, as you observe him speak, you can, that's how people should speak. Is think about what they're saying, and then answering. That's a conversation. That's a true conversation. And these hosts aren't having a conversation. They're trying to defeat him. They're trying to they're trying to get him riled up. They're trying to make him make a mistake. And what he does is he listens to what you say, and puts it in his data bank, and then he responds to it. And then later on, he brings it back up. He goes, "Well, remember when you said this, this, and this? Well, see, blah, blah, blah. See, I'm not at that level, so it's hard. For, I'm just an admirer of conversation, and people's interactions, and he." He's good. And, I mean, she tried to bring him down with this Twitter comment, and he goes – and he broke it down. Look. Look at what I wrote. I wrote da-da-da, and I was trying to galvanize them. They got this energy, and it's going nowhere. I'm trying to have people think as individuals. That was the one thing. If there was 16 years of him talking, that's the message everyone should take. Everyone should be individuals, not a group, not a party not a team, not a tribe. Everyone should be individuals. Being an individual is way superior than being part of a group. Not now, let me let me explain this. Yes. As a group, it's easier to hunt things like that. But as an individual in a group, you can think for yourself. So if You're in a group, and a guy goes, hey, let's attack that lion with their bare hands. An individual will say, that's stupid. A group mentality would be, oh, yeah, we could totally take on this lion. Or, there's 10,000 Indians. There's only 500 of us. Let's fucking do this. An individual will say, nah, nah, bro, that is fucking stupid. A group will say, let's do this. And only history will, you know tell the tale so when Jordan Peterson says something to the fact of being an individual I think and I'm pretty dumb but I think that's what he means he means be a person who can think for themselves you can be part of your fucking group but still think for yourself say I'm part of the Republicans but they say let's kill babies or something like that I shouldn't have said that because Republicans abortions. I don't know But, I mean, you could be part of a group and be an individual at the same time. You just have to know, you know, speak out when your group starts being stupid, you know. That's that's really what I think he's trying to get at. And that's what I think everyone should aspire to, to be an individual, you know, be part of this group called humanity. But be an individual as well. I mean, if you see something wrong, go against the grain. And as individuals say hey you know what that fucking person's right I, I I, understand what they're saying and I'm gonna go with it an individual person is powerful as opposed to a group in the sense of understanding your own thoughts you know some people should create a podcast for themselves and have a have a intellectual talk with themselves and say hey do you like truth are you down for truth or are you against it hmm and as I speak now, only time will tell if I'm right or wrong. But I think, though, having a mind for yourself really is the best kind of thinking, is the best kind of way, is the only way, really. But people do like going together with groups and you get that mob mentality, you know. You're a fucking racist. You're a fucking Hitler. <laughs> a Hitler. Like a Dracula. Or a Nazi, that's a thing. You're a fucking Nazi, you know. Uh, I haven't seen a camp uh, killing uh, people with uh, with uh, poison gas. I haven't seen that. I don't know where the Nazis are there. But um, if you're talking about something like uh, people should have the ability to um, think, you know, I think. Uh, Well, I'm straying off, and you know, Jordan Peterson. It's all that. It's all about them gender uh, politics, those identity politics. You know, I am this, therefore that is who I am. You know, I am, I am a boy uh, who identifies as a girl, but likes other girls. I don't know that kind of thing. Identity politics. That's not who you are. That's what you like to do, but that's not who you are. You know, you like to be some uh, different gender? Cool. That's cool. Uh, but you get a, you going to force me to call you something? I mean, if you want me to call you a girl, I'll call you a girl. But if you keep forcing me to switch between the two within a conversation, there's gender fluidity. That's terrible. Uh, I feel like a girl. Oh, I feel like a boy. That's a thing. You know, and that's just fucked up. You know, you're talking to somebody, and when you're talking to people, you're really not identifying their gender. You're like, "Hey, did you like the burger? I like the burger, but I'm a girl now." What? How the fuck does that change the scope of what I was talking about? You know, but some people do do that, and that's just a a, a power thing. You're force. You're trying to. You figured a way in which you try to enforce your will on others, but that's not the way things should be. You shouldn't force your will on others. You should have your own you know, thoughts and things like that, you know, and if someone's talking to you and understand their intent, if they're talking to you, they're talking to you, you know, but if, um, you could tell if someone's being racist or discriminative to you, but if you can't, you've lo- you're truly lost. But yeah. The student, yeah, they need a leader. These students, they need someone who can, I can argue and a clear message or something, man, Psh- in other news, this guy, uh, his teacher, he's a, uh, I guess, a uh, cop. Not a cop, but a, like a reserve cop. I guess if the police need help, he jumps in. And he was showing his students gun safety. And he accidentally shot the gun by accident. And a couple of kids got hurt because of that. Now, that could just be, you know, propaganda or whatever. But I mean, duh. Duh, that was going to fucking happen. I mean. <laughs> Fucking The guy who brings a gun into a school, which, by the way, is illegal now as of 315-2018, you can't bring a gun into a school. If you have a concealed carry, you still can't open carry anything. There's no fucking rule on the face of the fucking planet that says, oh, yeah, I can bring a gun into the school. I guess like if it's being terrorized and you have to take down a student. Yeah, of course, but not, not a teacher with a fucking gun. And of course, the guy let let go. And this guy's a fucking idiot. I mean, he just is. He's he should be fired. He really should be. I mean, this but this is what I'm talking about here: the the arming of teachers. This right here is a stupid idea, because the teacher who in their brain reason and it sucks. It's always guys, real right? It's always guys. I, I know maybe there's like a one girl out of them, but, but most of them are men, and they they got that whole complex to them. You know those fucking people, people. You know the people who want respect, but they're like, they're small-minded individuals who are forcing respect. I want respect. You acknowledge me as a doctor. You're a chiropractor. I'm a fucking doctor. Or, I'm a doctor. This is one person. I'm a doctor. A doctor what? I have a doctor. It's in English. So you call me fucking doctor because I earned that. That's an ego. Those these fucking people with the fucking egos, man. That's the guy who has a fucking gun. I'm I'm fucking. I'm a vet. I know my shit. That's why I'm gonna have a fucking gun at school. So if a student gets out of line, you're gonna shoot them. That's that's what you're. That's what you're fucking thinking. That's your goal. That's your fucking goal. You're you're gonna have a gun, and your fucking sole purpose with this gun is to kill a fucking student. That's what you went to school in today. That's a say it's Bob. Bob's going to go to school today as a teacher and he brings his gun. Why? So he can fucking self-defend? No, so he can kill somebody. Yeah, I'm going to defend the others cuz I'm going to shoot them. You're not going to school with the right mentality, my friend. And so that's what you have, you know. You're going to have these fucking teachers with guns. You're going to have that stupid fucking mentality. The guy who volunteers for that is a small person, you know. He's not a person of value. He's just a small-minded individual who is like, I want my respect and that's why I have this gun, you know. It's not for self-defense. Those are lies. Those are things you say to justify your stupidity. That's what that is. I'm taking a stance on that. You know, maybe I should not, but this is a podcast for me, so I could do that. I, I don't have these thoughts outside when I talk to other people because you know how we are. You know, we're very uh, you know, judgy and fiery. But when you know when you get to talk on your own podcast, you can let loose those ideas that you think about. A cop who brings a gun to the school to, for the purpose of killing another student if they get out of line. It's the same very guy who wants respect. And like a teenager, if you ever talk to a teenager, if you've ever been a teenager, you understand that there's those fucking teenagers who talk shit, you know, and put their teachers through hell. And that person who can't take it snaps. I remember this one teacher cried, you know, because everyone was just being unruly, you know. This dude fucking cried in front of students. I mean... Uh, one guy blew up and snapped. You know, I mean, like, that happens. That's just going to happen. All right? And now you got to give that that guy a gun, you know? Because he's going to be the one who volunteers. He's going to go through the criteria. That guy's going to do it. He really will. He'll be the guy who can go through the course. And then, It really should be a thing in which you take a psych eval, and then a psychiatrist has to evaluate you to see if you're willing to have a gun, to see if you have an inf- Inferi- in, inferiority complex? Hard for me to talk. Or if you, you have like a weird complex where people need to respect you, how goddamn dare you not to respect me? That kind of thing. And if that person thinks like that, they should not have a fucking gun. It's the person who doesn't want the gun is the person who should have the gun. Really. Because they fear it. They understand that they need to not use this thing. But they're heroes if they need to. The person who volunteers for the fucking gun—it really is a ca- is a coward. It has always been a coward. They just think that they did—they they didn't get that respect that they did when they were a kid. I guarantee it, you know. It, because they're teachers. Why do they go in the teaching profession? You know, if they were hardcore about it with guns and everything, they would fucking go and fucking be, you know. In the military or something like that. and Or be in law enforcement. But if you're fucking that kind of person who was in the military, hardcore, and now you're a fucking teacher, you know, and now you want a gun, there's something up with that, right? Right, you go, fuck, I, I don't fear weapons. I'm fucking fucking badass. One teacher spits in your, one student spits in your face. You blast him with a fucking gun. That's going to happen. This fucking goober of a person, he was a reserve cop. cop. He's one of the respected. He's one of those people who would have got away with this shit. They're the ones who would have got the guns. This this stupid fuck of a person. And he just by showing his gun. Accidentally shoots a kid. You know. I mean fucking. Are you kidding me? That's who you're going to get. Holding these fucking guns in the school. I mean yeah. It's one metric of data. You know. I get you. But. It is common sense that that's what's gonna happen. People don't think too far ahead. They're like, just arm the teachers. They'll all just start shooting and shit. Now, the, the the guy who wants the fucking gun really is the guy who uh, didn't never got that respect and is he's the same guy who's a cop, you know, who shoots the kid from behind. I just read the other day about this. Uh, they this car. You see the the camera. They got this car. They want to arrest the guy. And they start shooting at him, and they kill his kid inside the car seat. It sucks, man. Why'd you shoot the car? They even knew they did wrong, you know? Why did they fucking shoot? They, they said that the car was a, um, like an, uh, like a, they feared for their life. That's the fucking thing you hear a lot about as it's parked and sideways to them, perpendicular, you know? They're, it's not parallel like it's going to run them now. It's just sideways, and they fucking gun down this fucking kid, and killed this two-year-old autistic kid you know, they they hurt the dude, you know, they got him, rather than just pull him out of the car or whatever, they fucking kill this guy, and that's, that's, that's a, I need a respect kind of guy, right there, that's your, that's your bad cop, you know, you know, I remember, um, I saw this one video of this, um, lady, you know, even ladies can be bad too, I know it's rare, but, um, it was like a Bell's Bondsman lady, and she's gonna arrest this dude, I guess, Take him in. They do have handcuffs. And uh, he just fucking likes this. Fuck that. You can't do this. And he walks away. As he's walking away, she shoots him. I mean, she gets the gun and shoots him. She gets away with it. But that's a I need respect kind of thing. There should be never a point in time in which you're arresting somebody for like maybe if they were a murderer I remember when I was in the Navy it was uh, if someone's dangerous like with a gun they're running away maybe you know maybe you should put them down maybe that's a thing you know even then that'd be bad but if you're walking away from a fucking cop or a a, a, um, a bail's bondsman and you're not a murderer or a rapist or anything like that you shouldn't shoot them in the back and kill them cop or otherwise that's stupid well, fast forward the thought here. What's that guy going to do? Well, he's going to get away. Okay, and then what? Well, you might, you know, steal something or something. If he was a murderer, I get that. Yeah, you got to stop that fucking guy. You got to stop that threat. You're like, I don't know that guy. I don't know. you could end someone's life because you don't know? Ending someone's life is a real thing. But we just don't. I guess there's just too many people in the world. And that's why, why people are so not giving a fuck. And if someone's walking away from you when you were supposed to arrest them, uh, try to get them down or something, but don't fucking shoot them. I mean, you can't take that back. And if you're okay with that kind of that thinking, then you're fucked up. <laughs> you're fucked up in the head. Life is precious, but I guess not. I guess we have too many people, so we should just keep shooting each other. And that guy, he's got a he's got a gun. Yeah, good job, teachers. You should go get your guns. Um, on a lighter new subject, uh, I read a news article on the Huffington Post about this uh, guy. What's life like married to a psychic medium? So a psychic, they can sense things, right? They can see your power, your aura, what the fuck ever, future, present, past, all that. A medium speaks to the dead. So that's a different thing altogether. I've seen uh, one medium, She was, uh, the Rhode Island medium. She goes, she got 150 people. Ah, I got something in here. Um, she's just yelling. I call it the shotgun effect. She's like, ah, somebody here. Somebody has a relative that recently died. Some people raise their hand. Ah, I think it's on this side. Ah, someone is like a grandma, something like that. And then a couple, she's just narrowing it down, just throwing shit out, you know. Ah, uh, there's something interesting about her. Uh, she taught you something, right? Yeah, she taught me how to read. You're just filling in the blanks. She's asking a question, and you're filling in the blanks. Fucking despicable people, these mediums. I don't believe in this nonsense. You know, talking to the dead. As of as of now, of course, theory's still open. I mean, maybe we're just uh, we on some kind of a wavelength. We just have to figure out that wave. I don't think people. I don't think these medium people. Are real or legit though. Maybe if you, you are real, you're not the one that's making money off of it. I could see that as a curse as opposed to a blessing. Um, and she's a psychic too, so she's always known things about people, shit like that. This is the fakest fucking shit on earth. I'll take a hard stance on that. I've, I've, I've taken some hard stance. I think anyone should take a hard stance on that. Psychic medium. I read into it. I really didn't. Um, I'm not going to report anything else other than that. Mm. So what else we got? Firefly. Uh, I guess they're rebooting the Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, show. That'd be cool. That would be real cool because I like that show. Either remake or reboot, and when you can alter reality in that kind, of, you know, magic or whatever. Then that that's cool too. So <laughs> that's good. But the guy who made Fire uh, Buffy the Vampire Side made Firefly. They should remake that show. Holy shit! Should they make that show? And most of the characters are down to do that. So I hope they make that. I really liked Firefly. It was really cool. Uh, sci-fi movies. Where are they? I noticed that sci-fi movies don't come out anymore. And when they do, it's like a big budgeted movie that's a rehash of something that's already been out. You know, you get your Star Wars, yeah, but there's no like independent property. You know, in fact, most good movies are independent nowadays. I guess Inf- Infinity War would be considered a uh, sci-fi movie. All right, that's it. I got that's all I got for news. Let's see if I got some riffing. Long ass podcast. It's like I'm boiling inside, coming up with stuff. All right. So, I guess in Hollywood, they got this thing now called an inclusion writer. It's a contract. I had to fucking Google this. I mean, it took me 20 minutes to figure out what the fuck that meant, inclusion writer. So, it's a thing in which this one um, lady came up with where you have an A list uh, provider, and in their contract, they, they, they came up with the vergi- verbiage inclusion writer. And what that means is if you have that in your contract, it means you have to have a diverse uh, cast, you know, so, and even behind the camera too, so you can't just hire a white cameraman, you have to hire a black cameraman, basically everything not white, and that's your diversity. What the problem is, with that, say you're Matt Damon, inclusion writer, and you're filming a movie in Afghanistan, um... Because the verbiage is, you know, has to have diversity. If there's a lot of Afghanistan people, you have to have different diversities that don't make sense. You know, like a Hawaiian guy or a, or a Chinese guy randomly in Afghanistan, or say it's a period piece, the 1800s. I mean, you have white and black, so you're a black guy. You have to have diversity. So what does that mean? Do you know? Does it mean a bunch of white people in there? Well, that wouldn't make sense, right? Cause it's a movie on black people, right? I don't know. You're a, a movie on an island. You know, all of their all of them are Polynesian. Well, you got the inclusion writer, so you better fucking have a different uh, cast members. I mean, this is a, I don't know. It could be good and it could be bad. I can see I can see it. Ah oh, man, dude, Hollywood man. It's like they can't they can't pick a point and we're to stop you know they just keep pushing forward in ways that are stupid like extremely like the, the idea of an inclusion writer is dumb it makes sense to have a diverse cast and say queens new york you know it doesn't make sense to have a diverse ca- cast in afghanistan you know that kind of thing like i, I got the uh, okay all right here you go black panther diverse cast there was only two white guys mostly in black if you had the inclusion writer, you would have to have more white people, or Mexicans, or Indians. Shh. How do you go about that? I don't know. But it might work. It might work. Who knows? Maybe you'll just always have these ethnic movies where it's all about you know the ethnicity as opposed to actual good movie. Oh yeah, they're coming out with another Die Hard. Um, it's like a prequel, sequel. So it's how he became the guy who's in Die Hard. Oh, I don't know how that works. The cool thing about Die Hard is he was like the average guy who went up the terrorists. That's what Die Hard is. And he does it again and again. But now are you having a prequel. So he was a nobody before Die Hard. So how does that work? You know, I don't know. You should just stop making these movies. Uh International Women Day. Yeah. A lot of people shat on that in a way that, um, not a lot of people, but some people. You got the bro science, they're like, hey, what the fuck? We don't have International Men Day. Blah, blah, blah. I I have to say, International Women's Day is important because, I mean, you got, uh, gender that's been, you know, half of the gender. That's been oppressed for thousands of years. And now it's, you know, raising in some places, but in the world it's still being oppressed. So why don't we, why, why is it a bad thing to be like, hey, I love me some international women, you know, that kind of thing? I remember I cooked my wife uh, a meal for International Women's Day because I'm all about that shit. I mean, that's stupid. International Men's Day doesn't need a thing because. We're, you know, everywhere already, and we haven't been oppressed. That might change, though, in the next hundred years, I think. I'm going to do a Stephen Hawkins. Hundred years from now, men will be subservient to women. So, that's, I'm, I'm not a feminist. I'm just saying, I mean, the way we're going, we're not pulling back. We're repeating the same trends in the same way that how we got here. We're not listening to each other, and we're just uh, going in a mob mentality, and we're moving off of momentum, you know. The guy says something. Oh, obviously he's a sexist. We're using words to alienate men, you know. So eventually that will be a thing. Let's hear. Okay. Too much anger on the YouTube. Yeah. A little too much anger on the YouTube. There's a lot of people with good points on the YouTube, but it's getting to be a thing in which um, they they make money off of it. So they have to progress that rant you know to to make money and it sucks too because it means that they constantly have to have this weird view that sometimes they were right and that's what got them to the fucking dinner table but now to stay there they have to continuously stay on that metric so it becomes a bit of bullshit as you're listening to them you know here you are we're a hero and now you're just fucking appeasing your fans you know, that's what it feels like. I could be wrong, and you can debate me if you want on the Twitter or Facebook at Podcast for Me, or leave a review. <laughs> um, but that Ben Shapiro guy—he—he's—he's he's one of the—he's he, the one who came, made me come up with that thought. So I was like, is he just shitting on things just because he doesn't want? you know, his fans to leave him. Like, I mean, at fr- like some points he did bring up were good and other points it seems like he's just trying to garnish more of those um, alt-right people. <laughs> Who knows? He's not all right though. He's Jew. So, I mean, he's a Jewish guy. You know, he's not like a Nazi or anything like that as they call him, which is weird, calling a Jewish person a Nazi. That's so fucking wrong. <laughs> That's like the worst. Um, he did pull out a good point. He said that since 2003 and all the way to now, the Oscars, there's a shift in Hollywood. So you got your best picture, right? And it seems to be the movies that have been winning since 2003 and on for best picture are movies that are ethnic – Ethnic or, like, social justice, you would call it. It's ethnicity, like a movie about, like, like some dog millionaire, you know, things like that, you know, Indians and all that, you know, and, or, like, 12 Years a Slave or, or, or something about gay people or transgender or... Um, uh, would it, women's rights something like that to that effect? A movie that only makes about a million dollars and it took twenty million to make, or some stupid shit like that, right? I remember um, the best picture, uh, Moonlight. I was like, what the fuck? And it was against a lot of other movies. I knew they were pretty good, and I, you know, I paid money to watch. Shouldn't the best picture be the best picture? A movie that you will see again, you know? Like I love Slim Dog Millionaire don't get it wrong don't get it twisted i love that fucking movie i thought it was one of the best movies i've ever seen however will i watch it again fuck no i mean it's too harsh there's a lot of bad shit in there but uh it was a really good movie to watch it's like a one-time thing kind of like passion of christ you just watch jesus get ripped apart for a fucking hour you know but i can't watch that again i'm sorry (laughs) it's hard to see my lord and savior get ripped apart just is dying for sins and all that good jazz you know that's rough Um, but, uh, you got, uh, Moonlight. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? I did not even heard of that movie. I'm like, brought to you by the makers of what? (laughs) I produced by the people who bring, huh? You know, like, I mean, like, I didn't even know what the fuck that movie was about. Um, I had to look it up. Something about gay people and the black, you know? Hey, that's your best, um, social justice right there. You got your minority and their, uh, you know, sexual uh, thing, proclivity, ah, fuck, I hate talking, but, um, yeah, he said that, like, in 2003, before 2003, Best Picture were movies you would watch again and again, They made a lot of billions of dollars, you know, like Braveheart, holy fuck will I watch that movie again, Gladiator, holy shit, I want to watch that movie again, you know, things like that, Lord of the Rings, you know, those movies were winning. But now, after 2003, it's just been random fucking movies, you know? Like, okay, for instance, The Dark Knight. Have you ever watched uh, Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight? That is a masterpiece upon masterpiece. If only they could have, if Homeboy didn't die. I mean, they could have continued that forever. But that movie was really good. And Slump Dog Millionaire beat that movie. And I've watched Dark Knight a hundred times. In fact, today I could watch it and still have fun. Dog Millionaire, I've watched one time. And I liked it. But that was the one time. And will I watch it again? No. Does it make it the best picture? No! It's a good movie, but is it the best picture? No. And then that's, you know... That's what you say is that. You know, it, It's it sucks that Hollywood's like that nowadays. The Academy is a weird thing. It's like they're voting on... A, it's like a popularity contest now. Why can't it be a movie that's good It makes a lot of money? Like, for instance, this Infinity War is going to come out. It's probably going to be really good. But it's not going to win Best Picture. Fuck no. You know what's going to win? Black Panther or some movie I've never heard of that stars a gender-fluid uh, black Mexican guy-girl... Of who's in love with a rock something like that and it has to be a hundred million dollar budget and make one million dollars profit that is your norm what else I got going on here too much pig grown body parts wrong I'll save that for later I keep pushing that pig pig parts Jessica Jones I keep saving that. Oh, well. Well, that's it for this podcast. I mean, it was an hour and a half. I I didn't mean to riff as long as I did, but it seems to be, you know, there's so much things going on in the world and I have so much to comment on. So I leave you with this. I mean, uh, try to listen to others. You know, stop judging them and firing them for their ideas and beliefs. I mean, like, yeah, the, if a person believes the earth is flat, as long as they can flip a bar- burger or do their job, I think they're dumb, but if I can, you know, keep them. As well as a, a person who um, is, uh, is interviewed in something and has a statistic that they know about, let's not demote them. I mean, be the better person th- than you were today or yesterday. We strive to be that awesome person you uh, think of in the future. Yeah, I'll work out tomorrow or I'll I'll read that book tomorrow. Try to be that person today, you know, that tomorrow version of us, the person who does the things that you want them to do. Oh, I'll diet tomorrow or I'll talk to my son tomorrow, some silly version of that, you know. Be that person today, you know. Don't be that other person in the past always be the better version of yourself. And with that, stay frosty.